Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Walters Wanderings Travel Podcast. My name is Scott Walters and today I go solo because I need to talk to you about air. Why do I need to talk to you about air? It's because air is a bear. So with with that we'll begin with the story of my eight wonderful clients and their air nightmare. So my clients were having a wonderful cruise to Greek islands, round trip from Athens. They just got home yesterday. But what they experienced with between the air department of the cruise line, between the airlines, between everything else, it is a cautionary tale that I need to tell you. We begin when, when they booked, and they booked with some special promotions that included some special air promotions. And with that, they had four cabins, each with two travelers, and they were ready to go to Greece and enjoy the Greek islands, which they did, thankfully. But one of the things we noticed was that the cruise line involved actually charged them extra to fly together. Now, you would think if you're the cruise line has already linked up all of your wonderful cabins together and linked up your dining together and uh, linked up payments together and everything else that you would not need to worry about traveling separately but no apparently this cruise line and it may not be the only one so i'm not naming names for that reason this cruise line actually makes you pay an extra fee in order to guarantee that you're traveling with the people you're traveling with which is crazy in my estimation so the client pays for that and all is basically well until about three weeks before cruising and then the client looks and sees that there's a problem now what's the problem the problem is two of the cabins are sailing back flying back rather on the day that they return from the cruise and the other two cabins are flying back two days later now this is completely unacceptable of course and the uh, fact of the matter was that things were paid and taken care of and assured that they were all going to fly together but they were not so yours truly the friendly travel advisor spent over 20 hours on phone calls trying to make it right phone calls to the cruise line phone calls to his business development manager phone calls to his own agency phone calls to everybody everybody he could think of even the airlines involved to try and get a resolution and because there were so many phone calls made everyone's heads was spinning but even though the correct information was the correct information and so the cruise line had to actually pull the phone calls and listen to the recordings to see exactly what was what and of course after doing that they found out that I was correct in my estimation that they should be all flying together and they paid for the privilege to do so apparently what had happened was when things were being moved around to uh, make sure that there was a proper flying uh, time back to the United States from Athens that uh, the issue became simply that uh, some of the information was dropped and it was as if that didn't even have a linkage and 
they weren't all together, even though they had paid for the privilege before, and they were never given their money back. So, that was just a big ordeal. It was a big mess. Thankfully, I will say the cruise line did uh, offer uh, some onboard credit for each cabin, and uh, my business development manager did offer me and send me uh, a gift card, a Visa gift card for my trouble. But it was something that didn't have to happen, which of course is my whole point. Now let's go ahead and work on the next part, which is their travel back from Athens. Now, there are a lot of issues right now with airline travel. And the airline travel industry is really hurting in several areas. Mm-hmm. Most of the trouble that they're having is based on personnel and a lack of personnel. Um, because pilots have mandatory retirement ages, a lot of them are aging out as well because of uh, things like vaccine requirements and uh, such like that, booster shots and all of that. Uh, there were some pilots that just said, no, that's okay, I'm not doing that. I uh, get a physical every year and after I get to be 55, I get a physical every six months. So everyone should know what it is. I'll take tests, but I'm not going to get shots. And so they basically left the industry. Now, it's not just pilots that this is happening with. It's also partly the air traffic controllers, because there's a shortage there. It's airline mechanics. There's a shortage there. It's the uh, airline flight attendants. There's a shortage there. It's the people who do the cargo, put your bags on the planes and take them off the planes. People who uh, are working at the airports in many different departments, whether it's the TSA people or uh, the other support staff that the airlines and the airports have, it's a big problem. And guess what? Unless there is some uh, flexibility and some changes of uh, heart, it's going to get to be worse. Um, I've been told that uh, the pilot shortage is going to be so severe that in 2024, we will be needing about 100,000 airline pilots worldwide. That's how bad the shortage is. So... What happens is flights get delayed, flights get canceled, and flights just don't happen. And in the case of my people, fortunately, their delays were minimal. But I know stories, and I have stories from other people, other of my travel advisor colleagues and their friends, and they tell me that people have been stranded in airports, even domestic airports, for domestic flights for a day or two. And in fact, they can't even get airline, they can't even get the hotel vouchers right, they can't get food vouchers right, because places in the airport aren't open to eat, uh, hotels are still, some of them are at limited capacity, so it is a real mess. So now it's time for the important stuff, my advice. Here is some cogent and fair advice for you to take. First of all, please use a travel advisor, even if you don't use me. You need to use a travel advisor because if you don't use a travel advisor, you are on your own. And if you're on your own, the frustration level is going to be high and it's just going to be bad news for you. So use a travel advisor whenever possible. Um, if you're flying on points or miles rather, whatever they whatever serve loyalty-wise, do be aware that those tickets have some of the most restrictions available on airplane flights. So if you're flying on those miles, just be aware of that. Now the second thing is you want to try and get on the first flight of the day. I know, I know, I know. 
It means a wake up that's so early that you're before the chickens are crowing and before the sun rises. And I know it's summer solstice and it's before that. I understand. But you still have to take the first flight if you can. And that's both coming and going. All right. When you're returning from your destination, if you're not on a cruise, try and get on that first flight back. I realize it does cut into your time at your destination, but you may want to consider just staying one more night so you can all be all packed up and ready to go first thing in the morning, literally first thing in the morning. So that's the second set of advice. Take that first flight. Now the next set of advice is make sure you can pack as efficiently as possible. The reason I say this is baggage claim areas at some of these airports are really, really, it's a mess, okay? People are not getting their baggage. Baggage is getting lost. Baggage is getting put into places that you wouldn't expect. You, you're not able to find it. You have to make a claim on your travel insurance, which was the, the next thing I'll talk about. And you just have to be sure that you have as much stuff in your carry-on as possible, especially the important stuff. You need to have all of your prescriptional stuff and all of your over-the-counter drug stuff in your carry-on. You have to, have to, have to. You also should have at least one day's worth of clothing, if not two, um, because you just never know. That's the second thing. And the third thing is you have to have all of your important travel documents with you on your person. Once you put them in a checked bag and they go into the checked luggage area, you can just perhaps kiss a goodbye if it doesn't show up. Now look, sometimes, yes, you can you know, go ahead and get your bags and, and it's all good. But let me tell you, I've seen pictures from different airports, both domestic and international, and it is just plain ugly. I, I cannot show it to you because we're on a podcast, but let's just say that the accumulation of luggage at the baggage claim areas is so amazingly crazy and to sort through that takes hours so that's the next step please make sure you put as much as you can in your carry-on and you know do that if you want you could actually ship some of your luggage goods ahead by courier it does cost money but it is a possibility you can check with your travel advisor for that now the next thing is travel insurance you really, really, really must have travel insurance these days because there are so many things that can go wrong. The protocols are constantly changing. It's just, it's peace of mind, right? We all know what insurance is. Insurance is a bet, and you're hoping that nothing goes wrong, but you make this bet just in case it does. Just in case Murphy shows up, just in case, just in case shows up, you have to have your travel insurance. It really is a must. Even if you're just doing a regular trip without air, you should still get travel insurance because it does offer that peace of mind in case something goes wrong. If you're traveling domestically, it may not be as important because you can be banking on your credit cards or your other forms of things, plus you have your own medical insurance, but you do have to know your terms and conditions. If you're traveling internationally, Things don't work as well, things don't work as fast, and travel insurance is a real lifesaver. There is no question or doubt about it. So those are the key takeaways. So once again, do note that when it comes to cruising, 
Cruise Line Air is really restrictive. Cruise Line Air can do things that you don't expect. And it's not just one cruise line. It's across the board. Um, some cruise lines are actually adjusting what they do when it comes to air because of all the air issues. And quite frankly, you really can't blame them. But you really have to take ownership as a consumer of your air with the help of a travel advisor. The travel advisor will be there. Look, with this poor person and her seven other people, I call it the Brady Bunch because it's a blended mixed family with you know, lots of uh, stepbrothers and stepsisters and mom and dad there. It really was one of those things where I was on the phone constantly. It took me 16 hours to sort things out to make sure that they weren't going to get stranded overnight in an airport. And I was able to do it. Okay? So, that's basically it. Now, remember the other side of it. If you're traveling by air, you need to take the first flight out. You need to make sure that you take uh, as much stuff as you can in your carry-on. You need to make sure you have flight insurance and travel insurance for your trip. Do all those things and you'll feel much better. You'll have great peace of mind. So that does it for this edition of the Walters Wandering Travel Podcast. My name is Scott Walters. And if you book a trip with air with me, you can go ahead and get $50 off if the trip is more than four days. That's my gift to you for listening to this and knowing that, again, it's really tough out there. Air is a bear and there is just no other way about it. In fact, me and my family were doing a driving vacation because, quite frankly, air prices are really ridiculously high, even for a travel advisor because I get no discounts for air. That's number one. And number two, it's just a peace of mind thing. So we're going to go to places that uh, that my kids have not been to yet, and we're going to enjoy ourselves. And that's the story, and I'm sticking with it. So make sure you listen to this and other editions of the Walters Wandering Travel Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And I thank you so much, and have a great day.